But hey, what's going on? Chris Hawkins here. This is your best life to find. Uh, so I spent I spent 23 and a half years working in a federal prison, and I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it for the most part. I didn't. I wasn't my the best employee. I should have been. I wasn't. I wasn't at my best at the time. There, towards the end, I started to be. And that was what brought me in this direction because I just got to thinking, you know, I spent all that time trying to mentor and help inmates. I thought, you know what, why not help people in general? People reach out to everyone and say, hey, listen, you know, I don't care where you're at financially or where you're sitting. You have the opportunity to do better. What's funny about that is when I share this message with some people that I always get hit with all this, this reluctance. I usually get with, yeah, buts, yeah, buts. And what it is, is, and I, I do it too. My son often gives me suggestions about certain things that I should try. And if it's too far outside my comfort zone, I'll, I'll start denying it. I'll start saying, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really want to stay, house sit someone else. One of his suggestions was that we stay in a foreign country, but we house sit. So we basically babysit some rich person's house and we take care of it for them while they're gone. And, and in return, we get access to a foreign country or to wherever it is we want to travel to. And we're not exactly living in my fifth wheel. And what my resistance was is that I like living in my fifth wheel. I like a house that has wheels, right? I like the freedom of that. But even I will kind of repute or, or kind of push away from ideas, right? I say, well, I can't. And it kind of throws people off when I start talking to them and they start doing those refusals or those denials or they start pushing away from me. They're not really wanting to hear it. They'll say, well, you know, I can't do that. I say, okay, well, what can you do? If you think about it, that's that's ultimately the question, right? What can you do? If you if you take a look at the horizon, and I talk about scanning the horizon quite often, but if you scan your horizon for things that you can do, it will make your life better in any area. Maybe just personally, maybe you'll just feel better about yourself, or maybe you're looking at just doing something that increases your your benefits to your relationship, improves your relationship. What can you do? Or maybe it's your children doesn't matter how you apply that question. If you apply it consistently, you'll find options. The issue isn't whether you can or cannot do things, because there's always an option. The issue is finding the motivation to do that thing. The motivation to wake up every day and say, okay, I'm motivated to do this, right? Where does that come from? It comes from the story. That previous podcast, the one we just talked about, the one we just hung out with for 20 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever it was. There's always something you can do. I don't care what we talk about here. I don't care what the issue is. If you're financially strapped or maybe your job is just unbearable or you're not earning enough or you're barely getting by, the issue isn't what you can't do. Why focus on it? I only have so much bandwidth, and I've said that before. There's only much, so much room in my head for all the thinking I do and all the things I'm trying to get done every day. Thinking about what I can't do does not bring me closer to my goal. Now, it can if I'm clearing options for what I can actually, what action I can take. But if I'm just simply, oh, I can't do that without the quest to find an option for doing it, then then it's just a waste of time, right? It's a waste of bandwidth. Okay, I, or we know what we can't do because we haven't can't do it, right? What can we do? I looked at my numbers every once in a while. I make that mistake. 
every once in a while I make the mistake and I go and I look at like analytics for my my uh, YouTube channel, Your Best Life Defined, or or the podcast. I get to see comments and views, and and that's really detrimental to me. That's like poison to me because you know you work hard at this. You work hard at this every day. I mean, you've never if you've never done a podcast and produced a video and done what needs to be done to make that happen, it's a little bit of work, right? It's not it's not sweat free. It's not effort free. When I looked at that and I looked at how this thing has to be driven, what it comes down to is it's what I can do. I can't make you decide to change your life or to share this podcast or to subscribe, and I don't have any intention of that. What I can do though as I can continue to show up, I can continue to grow as a person and to ask myself questions about what I need to do here to affect change or to help you affect change in your life. That's what I can do. What I can do is create a an amazing legacy that my some of my great-grandchildren will never see all these videos. Some of my grandchildren will never listen to my voice every time I've put a podcast up. But it's there. This is what I can do. I can be seen. Brene Brown says that. I feel like I'm standing in the middle of a field and the entire world is looking at me. Because in essence, that's what that's what the uh, opportunity presents. That's the opportunity that's presented itself. Like me, don't like me. What happens if someone says, you know what? Look at this guy and the people he says it to are millions strong. What happens if someone says, you know, I think he's got a point. Check it out. Look what he's doing. Bringing it back to you, what can you do? What can you do about your parenting? What can you do to improve the quality of your relationship with your kids? I I, I held them accountable. I held them accountable. In fact, we were laughing. There's a story about how my youngest daughter got bottle broke. Okay. And what happened was she's toddling around and the conversation had been going on for a while about her being bottle broke. And... So being in my infant wisdom, I was what, 28, 29 years old, something like that. I'm still a young guy and I'm just, you know, I'm parenting the way I always did. I always parented and it was accountability. You're responsible. You did this. Look what you did. You did this, right? So I tell my youngest daughter, she's over there. She has her bottle. I said, go throw that stinky thing away. Okay. She looks at me and says, go throw it away, yucky. So she takes her bottle and she throws it in the trash. Well, that night she wanted a bottle. I held her accountable. I told her, you threw it away. <laughs> you threw it away. <laughs> Guess what? She was bottle broke. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's cruelty. I mean, some parents are saying, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. I know Sandy was saying that. But we, we solved the problem. I collected up all her bottles and we threw them all in the way in the trash. And she was a part of that. And she's seen it. And okay. And it just required her saying, okay, I guess I did it. We threw them away. <laughs> <laughs> talking about what you can do it's it's endless that's the cool part about it it is endless you wake up every day and you just if you just take a look at the menu that you have to choose from see i think the problem is we have too many choices and the other big thing we have is we don't have much of a struggle for or much of a stomach for the struggle that comes from changing our current position let's face it it's easy to be who you are Right? I mean, oh yeah, you work your butt off, you struggle, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough time, always running around. But it's a hell of a lot easier to be who you are than it is to be who you want to be. Because in order for you to do that, you've got to do what you're doing now. 
And you've got to do what you need to do to be what you want to be. My boss didn't tell me, hey, Chris, I'm going to go ahead and pay you four hours uh, free a day. You can go to college and volunteer at the sheriff's department on, on that time. I'm going to pay you. No. I was working a full-time job, driving an hour and a half or two and a half hours a day. Coming home, doing four hours of college classes in the evening and then 16 hours a weekend at the sheriff's department. There wasn't anything or anyone in my life giving me leeway for that. So now I was doing all the things I'd already been doing for the last 5, 10, 15 years, whatever it was, probably five years. And on top of it, I was adding all this crap. How's your stomach for struggle? If you're not conditioned, if you're not in shape for struggle, chances are you're going to fail at this one. See, that's where we hesitate. I don't want to put that, oh, you want me to do that too? Why would I do that when I can come home and plop my butt down the chair and drink beer until I fall asleep? Why would I want to go do that, start a lawn business or go to school at night? Come on. I'm killing it here. <laughs> over there, 25 pounds overweight. Mr. Prince Charming laying in that chair. <laughs> Look like a whale. Come on. I, maybe I'm shaming. I don't know if this is appropriate or not. I don't know. Yeah, okay. We can't say that mean stuff about people. Well, we can say that there are a lot of people in the world who've been talking about the 15 pounds uh, that they need to lose. And while they've been talking about it, it turned into 20. I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm heavier than I'm used, used to being. I am, uh, I'm not as strong. And my muscle, my, I don't have as much muscle on me as I used to. Yeah. And all I'm thinking is why I can do it. Uh, what I can do... What I can do is I can step away from this microphone and when I get done here, I can go outside and it's hot as hell now and it's the middle of the day, but I can go ahead and get that workout in. What can you do? What can you do to give you something better in a week? Let's say in a week you have this thing that's so cool that even though you have to do all that crappy stuff you do at the end of the day, you get this thing and you do it and you're like, yeah, rocking it, loving this, loving this, yeah. Something to think about. Something to think about. So, anyway, hey, I'll tell you what. I killed the ending on the last podcast. Sorry about that. Just kind of an abrupt shut off. I kind of lost my train of thought for there for a second. And I apologize. I'm not perfect. I went ahead and put it out anyway just because. But I'm going to get this one right. So, just remember, take a minute today to think about your blessings. Because that will bring some light into your life. That will bring some energy into your life. And once you feel that rush of energy as you're sitting there appreciating your daughter and your husband or your partner and the things you do have you'll find a course to take you'll find the energy to listen to this and to realize what i'm saying there's a whole lot of opportunities out there and what it takes it takes you saying what can i do what can we do we can start with kindness we can start with consideration some compassion we can step away from our judgments and look at that person and realize that first couple things number one that person that you're looking at is probably exactly like you they may not look like you. They may not be quite from the same place you're from, but they're just like you. They want to live a good life. They want to live in peace. They want their loved ones to be safe. You can help make that happen. We can all help make that happen. It's all about what you can can do. So keep that in mind. I hope you'll keep listening. I really appreciate you showing up every day. I'm going to continue to do this because I feel good things are coming from it. Until next time, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.